good timing with the rain. Mm-hmm. Mm. Done, we've done well. Uh, before we begin, uh, the Uluru state from, Statement from the Heart calls for, among other things, truth-telling. In the spirit of this, Charlotte and I want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to the all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. We live, dance, and podcast from Wujak Budja, and we want to encourage you all to go out and learn about the land that you are on, wherever you are. All right, let's start a podcast. <laughs> I try, my laptop hates me. Why is it asking me for a pin? Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, God. This is shambles. So, um, it's going to be a good podcast. Folks. Welcome, welcome good. to Untangling the Mess Around, your weekly favorite podcast with Jethro and Charlotte, <sighs> where we argue and sometimes chat about all things swing and things to do with swingsing. Topically, the subject for this week is embarrassing swing stories. What, you mean like not plugging a laptop into a speaker? When yeah, you start... for example. I mean, that's a good one to start with. <laughs> All right, but before we get to that... We Should did... I play the intro again? Did... Or no, is it like, because that no, ship sailed? too late. Okay, We're going into enough. it. Or getting into the quiz. What? Yes. We, we, we do a quiz at the end of every podcast. We if do. If you answer it, you get a free uh, lesson. So listen to the end of the podcast and then we'll do a quiz and then you can win a class. That sounds really involved. Um, the question okay yeah what's the answer to last week <laughs> so the answer to the question from last week was um, how long had Isabella Gregoria been dancing Lindy Hop before she was asked to teach at her first now we did have event. one we had yes. one person comment um, yep. and tried to guess so Chris guessed uh, two to three months um, it was way too short which is way too, way too short but the answer is even worse the answer is two weeks <gasps> two weeks people <laughs> I feel shamed. So what? She'd been dancing Lindy Hop for two weeks and then got asked to teach an international Yeah, workshop. apparently. So she obviously had been doing other forms of dancing for a long time. <clears throat> so um, it's not like she had just never danced in her life and then all of a sudden squee. Um, but she had been dancing Lindy Hop Jesus. and I think she got invited with Vincenzo um, to teach an event internationally. He had been invited to teach internationally. And, so he, and he was like, hey, do you want to come along with me? Um, and she was like, yeah, sure, whatever. <sighs> that easy, apparently. Apparently. Well, that's what you did. You got, I was like, you went straight into teaching <laughs> with Sophie. So, <laughs> good news of the week. Good news of the week. Uh, wait, wait. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, well, look, you know, it's all about embarrassing stuff today. So I'm just playing along. Yeah, we've got so many embarrassing stories. We need I to know. get to them, Charlotte. It's so great. We're five minutes into the podcast. <laughs> We're fine. Oh, would you just unclench? Um... News of the week in swingsing. In swingsing? Oh no, just good news of the week. What's yours? Mine. <laughs> um, I've actually had a really good week. There's been there's been a lot of really good things. I couldn't figure out which one to do. Uh, oh no, I could figure it out. But there's a lot to choose from. Okay. The one good. that I decided to pick was it's July. Mm-hmm. So plastic free July has started. Yes. And in our attempts to uh, plastic free ourselves, sometimes throughout the year we will buy puff pastry. Which does, you know, it's in cardboard, but the, the lining in between the puff, the pastry is plastic. It's you know, mm-hmm. not amazing. So I made my own puff pastry. Yeah. And it worked. Really? Nice. I was I was quite stoked. You're quite good in the kitchen. Know, wait, wait. Oh, just, you... Have you seen a photo of it? No. Hang on. 
the, the podcasters are not going to be able to get no, any benefit maybe you can all, put it in the show notes but i can show you look how puffy that's oh my is. god that's really impressive no guys i'm looking at the picture now and genuinely my hat is off to you so we made puff pastry with that we made puff pastry pizza but it didn't roll it out thin enough so there was like a million kilos it was so much butter <laughs> amy and i felt so sick after one pizza like so now yeah. i know to roll it out thinner yeah <laughs> well done oh cool um yeah my good news is that um so hi cloudy so cloudy contacted me a few weeks ago going like hey did you by any chance get a package for me for your birthday which was like back in may um and i was like no no i haven't gotten anything and so i think she thinks that whoever wrote the address down wrote austria instead of australia so we just sort of assumed the package had gotten lost right and um when i got home last week at some day i can't remember which day um the package had arrived it was on my front door yay so i got it she got me a book in german that i can't read yay (laughs) but then she translated it but she did translate it it's awesome uh i love it very much thank you all right next segment quickly move right through swinging stuff um so Last week in Swingzing, we had a few responses to the last week's podcast. Yeah, that was uh, an emotional one for everyone. <laughs> Apparently, we made people a little bit angry because so they, angry they, that people drew graphs. They couldn't <laughs> respond to us because it was a podcast, and you can't talk back to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's been some discussion of having like a rebuttal episode, or um, <laughs> so. Probably should just reiterate that you know it wasn't necessarily our exact opinions that we were arguing last week. Yeah, we were arguing for the sake of arguing. Um, I still. <laughs> want to believe that the first six months takes longer for a lead to get up to that point than a follow i'll concede that and then the the rest of it the whole like what happens afterwards what is difficult is it difficult because leaders have to do more or is it harder because follows rely a lot on the leads and depend i don't know yeah if you're it's interested in that listen to the other oranges. podcast don't listen to this one because this one's not about that no. <laughs> so yes we we concede that it's a really complicated in question and we didn't answer it very well but we tried yeah <laughs> we tried <laughs> all right uh, um, we also had class in person in bayswater for the first time mm. since covid so we we got into the the, the hall and we're like yeah dancing and it was good uh <laughs> it's literally how it went <laughs> monique and i taught a fun class actually where the leaders got to do a shine nice we got to do a spin and follows had to figure out what a not lead feels like yeah, that's such a... I, I think that's a really valuable class, frankly, because, you know, you, you just panic. You're like, ah, freedom. Too much freedom. Cannot cannot deal. I must spin. No, no. That's no, okay. just stay there. No, but I must spin. I must do the tap dancing. <laughs> you don't tap dance. It's okay. I must move. Uh, but for those next week that want to come along to Thursday classes, we're still in Bayswater, but we're moving venue. Tuesday classes, sorry. Yeah. So Tuesday classes, still in Bayswater, but we're no longer at the drill hall. We're down the road, half a block. Um, the Anglican Church on the corner has a old 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 hall with nice springy floors yay springy floors uh the building's got character (laughs) (laughs) um but it's it's more appropriate for our size classes yeah cool awesome um also well this is not so much well it is last week um this podcast has its own facebook page Ooh, that's Ooh. True. We did so too. we can upload we'll upload the episodes there now um and if you want to comment if you have suggestions about things you'd like us to talk about all that kind of stuff you can just go there or you can just go there and read funny stories so yeah it's untangling the miss around obviously uh, it's just on Facebook. You can search it. Click through the pictures because they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> so the banner is a slideshow. It's not just yeah. one bit. You can, you, can, you can scroll through a few different images. Mm. <laughs> I had fun making that one. 
Uh, what else is happening in Swing Zing? We've got Killer Boogie coming up. Yep. Part, part three. three. The last um, part. Teaching in a face mask is fun. Not. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's good. But it is good. We're trying to do our best. Uh, and, oh, PAX. Yes. PAX, we've, we have the dates. We have dates. So we've got it penciled in on Father's Day weekend. So we decided to change that because that's a dumb idea. So we've... <laughs> We're going to shift it back one weekend, the 11th, 12th, and 13th of September. Mark it in your diaries. We'll be throwing people safely. Yes. Whether they want to or not, they will be thrown. No, they won't. It'll be consensual, of course. Um, So, so yeah, there'll be be more news coming out about it, but that's the date that we're trying to lock in currently. Cool. Awesome. Very exciting. World of Swing. All righty. Here we go with World of Swing. World of Swing? World of Swing? World of Swing! Alright, should we say it one more time? World of Swing. Excellent. Move together. Yes. Um, so this is an event that is... I'm no longer on that page. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, I got it! So Quick. much preparation for this podcast. Well, because there's so many different right. things. So there's a Facebook group called Move Together. Mm-hmm. They've created an event which is on Saturday the 11th. Uh, and it's, as far as I can tell, it's a panel discussion with a whole bunch of amazing Lindy Hop instructors, as well as a few academics and professionals. Yep. So I'm just going to read through the names um, of the people that will be on the panel. You've got Ryan, Francois, Remy, Kuako, Kwame. I'm so sorry, Remy. I'll just add that to my embarrassing moments. Um, Kim, Nali, Damon Stone, Brittany Caraway, Odysseus Baylor, uh, Marie Ndaye. Aisha Kasim, Kenneth Ship, and Dr. Andaye Kasim. Um, I even prepared. I practiced saying these names, and clearly that was not helpful. So there you go. You should uh, tune in to that event. So that's this Saturday. So yes. go to Move Together, and they'll be talking <clears throat> a whole bunch about how to make Lindy Hop communities more inclusive mm. and uh, less bad. And less bad. That I, I, yeah. Good paraphrasing. No, it's good. I like it. All right. Uh, other things that have happened... <clears throat> ILHC registrations have yes. opened we have not registered yet we haven't I swear if they cap registrations which they probably have and we've probably already missed out oh god I might cry a little bit I'm okay. not gonna lie. we should probably do that at some point we should so yeah if you want to compete in ILHC it's all online it's all virtual video yourself send it in uh, video yourself when they actually tell you what to video yeah don't do it now because that'll be that's pointless that's not part of registration <laughs> uh, cool Echo Chamber shout out well, I mean, we couldn't do an episode like the one we're doing this week without shouting out the failing off the log um, <laughs> Facebook page because A, the wordplay is genius um, and it's just a great Facebook page. It's open to everyone. You do have to be admitted by a current member. Both Jet and I are current members, so just go for it and we will admit you. <laughs> um, and it's just basically people failing at Lindy and yeah, it's they great. they post videos of themselves training <clears throat> and they're just falling and it's just great. It's really good. There's <laughs> one where I almost wanted to play the audio because it's this girl doing obviously some, some video um, of her talking about something and she just gets so tongue-tied. It's just like word salad. <laughs> pretty much and I was like oh this is my life Um, (laughs) so yeah yeah. failing off the log um, check it out on Facebook Uh, also thanks Rob he mentioned it as well absolutely I'd heard of it before but it wasn't until Charlotte and then Rob as well poking me and they're like there's some good stuff look at the thing yeah yeah no there's some good stuff on there if you're ever bored I think we've I think that's it I think it's time for the talking point yes okay, okay this is very we'll exciting 12 minutes that's well done we've got less than alright let's keep going so um, I wanted to open this up just by what we I closed the last podcast with <laughs> so in terms of embarrassing stories the last my last my final words on the last podcast were I didn't get the clap 
It's true. Yep. So you can go back and check it out. And that's that's literally. I I don't know how I didn't laugh when she said that, but she did. And then we managed to silence and pause the recording. And you didn't even give me a chance to like correct. No, it just ended. So yeah, thanks for that, Jet. Um, So yes, I thought we should start with the most recent one first. (laughs) So we're constantly doing embarrassing things. It's great. It is great. Um, The way that we've broken it down, because we've asked people on Facebook and we've called people up and we've got our own stories. Yes. Um, we've, We've found that like, they mostly fit into three categories. Yep. The first category is like red zones or inappropriate, yes, inappropriate touching. touching. Touching things that Accidental. don't belong to you or <laughs> other people touching things that don't belong to them. Yeah. So so Danica summed it up pretty well, didn't she? On, um, on the swings and group. Yeah. So <laughs> Danica wrote, let's not forget, uh, never have I ever accidentally groped most of the female swingsing teaching team. <laughs> And I can confirm she has. And so have I. And so has Fiona. And I'm pretty sure so has Monique. It's just what happens. I do like how the um, the, 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 rhythm, the, the the Facebook, the Swingsing team chat. I put mm. a poll up being like, okay, so have you, uh, or have you had an embarrassing moment and you're happy to talk about it? Have you had an embarrassing moment and you want to write it down? Have you had an embarrassing moment that you want to just deny and not ever talk about? Or no, I've never done anything embarrassing. And that was the poll. Everyone answered no. I've never and, done anything embarrassing. And then there's like 25 <laughs> comments underneath telling the telling Come us their team. embarrassing stories. Help us out. But so this brings up a good point of like just because they're funny stories doesn't necessarily mean we were embarrassed by them. Oh, I guess so. You know, like I do a the vast majority of my life is like <laughs> others would consider maybe embarrassing <laughs> moments, and they roll right off me. Like I, they, I'm not embarrassed by them, which is probably why I keep doing them. <laughs> and so it turned into never have I ever challenge. Yeah, exactly. On, on so Russ was group. like, as people were commenting, Russell was like, "This is turning into a never have I ever challenge." And we're like, "Yes." <laughs> <clears throat> um. So yeah. So inappropriate touching that covers quite a few um, um, embarrassing stories, yeah, which yeah. there were quite some good ones of the yeah, swing dancing yeah. in New Zealand and Australia. I, I want to read out. Um. So Matt, this is from Max. I couldn't dance with a follow for a month after I planted a hand completely on her boob instead of meeting her hand in hand-to-hand Charleston. I was mortified. She was fine. <laughs> with the ominous thunder <laughs> in the back. Uh, perfect. Um, I'm pretty sure most leads have done that by accident. Yeah, and oh. if you're a female lead, it is very, especially in Balboa, it is very likely that you have been, you've had your boobs just touched inappropriately at some point well because it's yeah people are like i don't expect that that mass to be there you know as with a male lead it's not there right so you just like your habits (laughs) you need to adjust the hand pathways exactly (laughs) they need to be different it's like when you're dancing with taller or shorter people except it's you know boobs or no boobs uh yeah so yeah there's a lot of stories about inappropriate touching Mm. um can I can yeah, I share? Go for I've got go so for I was saying that um, in uh, <laughs> in the world of embarrassing stories, there should be almost like a subcategory of aerials <laughs> because th- just that alone is a podcast and a half. So this is one story from um, dancing. So practicing aerials. I was practicing the cupcake aerial. Uh, this is many 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 years ago. And so cupcake aerial, if you don't know what it is, it's the, the fly jump, um, is put onto the lead's shoulders and then you spin around and you end up in a clamp shape and blah, 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 etc. So as I was sitting on the shoulders and as I do the, the twist around to go into clamp, um, something happened. <laughs> I started to fall and my base, who's being very, very courteous of me and like protect the head and make sure the follow doesn't die, grabbed whatever they could grab. 
And unfortunately, that what they grabbed was my crotch, oh, <laughs> like full on, all in there, oh. like full on crotch grab. But my head didn't hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, yay, safety first. Um, and so yeah, no, like it was, and it was one of those like in the moment, everyone's like ah, safety, safety, rah, 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 rah. and then we stood up and we sort of like couldn't look at each other in the eye because <laughs> like he was mortified, and I was like I don't really care, but like I can, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> I'm embarrassed right now listening to it. <laughs> So yeah, no that that was a good moment. Oh, yeah. That was great. That's a good um, yeah. Well done, Charlotte. You're, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> I share that. Um, it was a great moment. It was we laughed so hard. It hey, was, hey, awesome. Charlotte. Yes. There's another moment that involves you. Oh God. Okay. This is this, well. We've got you. We just we just called Monique and got this audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're saying it like I don't know what the story is. What no, is no, no. <clears throat> so Mon has has a bit of a funny story here. So let's just play this recording. Okay. And then we can chat about it. I'll try it not to talk. There we go. So this was, uh, oh, I had to leave. Yeah. So you were away somewhere. I think you were at Circfest. Right. Or yeah, something. yeah. Um, I was circus doing some circus things. Um, and so Mon and I were teaching a class together um, at the Bayswater, uh, the drill hall on Tuesdays. And um, it was a sugar push class. And this here's happened. The, here's the story. Okay. Well, we were, we were teaching a, a sugar push class. I think, and demonstrating something about a really relaxed connection. Yes. <laughs> uh, context being like, I think I was following, you were leading. There's a bit of a height difference. A and bit. I was wearing heels. <laughs> which maybe made the height difference a bit more extreme. Yes. I believe Charlotte was making a sound to demonstrate <laughs> how relaxed my <laughs> arms were. I can't do the sound. I'll, I'll, I'll chip in here. So I was, like Monique was saying, trying to explain how relaxed everything was. And I just went... <laughs> uh, <laughs> unfortunately, like Mon said, with the height difference, um, yeah, and if how close we were. triple stepping towards me, <laughs> it looked very sus. It basically looked and sounded like I was motorboating you. <laughs> I mean, you know, let, let's call a spade a spade here. Good job, Shah. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, that was a good class, and yeah, we. Oh, we... <laughs> but yeah, you know, you do something embarrassing, acknowledge it, move on, have a laugh, and maybe have a laugh first, then move on. See, I haven't heard this story until now. Oh, like, really? So I know about the sugar push class because it's like. <laughs> As soon as I came back from that, I was like, we taught sugar push class. <laughs> I was like, what? What? what I thought that? you heard the story. No. Really? I didn't know that it was a motorboat Oh, incident. no. I like, knew okay. it was awkward. I knew that something happened. <laughs> no one would tell me what it was. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> so, yeah, no. So, yeah, it, the height difference was a big part of it. The Monique fact, is taller than Charlotte, for those that don't know. To, yeah, just to start off with. And, and she was in heels. Yeah. Um, and so I was like perfectly at boob height. I made the... Sounds and I was triple stepping towards her. I mean, everything went wrong, and yeah, we realized. And yeah, if I don't uh, think I, I remember us chatting about it later and going like, "Oh my god, if Kim had been in this class, <laughs> we would have lost the plot because like Kim would not have been able to contain herself, and then I would have gone to the Monique, would, and they would have just been a useless class." Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great moment for everyone, I think. <laughs> so yeah, we we can safely say that 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 happens mm. like inappropriate, weird. Yeah, just awkward red zone stuff. Red zone-y stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's good times. All right, should we go on? Yes. All right. <clears throat> damage. Um, <laughs> so damage. Yeah, category just, of damage. Just 
such a big category and all, so many things like I punched got punched got elbowed got kneed I got crotched fell over stripped stacked it like just all these varieties of people who have just made complete because you know we're dancers and have coordination of a yeah and that's what makes it even drunk gazelle like. <laughs> we're just like tiny drunk humans um, oh. yeah and that's what makes it even funnier is the fact that we can't even walk properly <laughs> most of the time so I've got a few here from the from the Facebook chat we've got one from Lou <clears throat> I once, without intending to, punched my partner in the face during an energetic Charleston twice in the same (laughs) dance. Twice. (laughs) Good job, Lou. Yeah, well done. Well done. I mean, twice is is, is quite an achievement. I'm I'm very impressed. Uh, Vidrana? How do you say that name? Where is it? Vidrana. Vidrana? Yeah. I slapped my Balboa teacher in the face while returning to clothes from throwout. I like the the choosing of the word slapped. I feel like it's got... Good sound effect, thank you. Um, I feel like it's just got emotion behind it. Like it was almost intentional. Sylvia, I almost broke my dancer's nose with my elbow coming in from a spin with my first ever advanced Hala workshop. Cementing my suspicion that I was out of my depth, (laughs) he was remarkably understanding, understanding... once he was able to stand again. Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done, Sylvia. And we all know Mick, Mick T. Uh, <clears throat> in my early days of learning, I nearly tore Deb's arm off, leading an outside turn <clears throat> from an Edison hop thing, and then later gave her daughter Tanita's mouth a hefty blow with my elbow in class. I can only imagine what they said about me around the kitchen table. They both still dance with me, though. Thank goodness. Yeah. So Mick, um, if you don't know Mick, you should find out who Mick is and ask him for a dance because he's one of the loveliest humans that you will ever meet. Apart Um, from to that family. Apart from that family. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason, maybe someone's put a head out on them or something and they just hired Mick. They weren't quite sure what they were getting themselves into. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so talking about elbowing people in the world, um, I I kind of got... Not anymore. Not anymore. I'm very happy to say... Yeah, no, it's good. I'm, I'm improving. But there was a period of time where I had a certain reputation of I had elbowed everyone in the face, but mostly the international teachers who were coming over every for work. Every time there's an international teacher? Every time. Leave with a black eye. Pretty much. <laughs> and it's more impressive when you know my height. <laughs> like, I am How five foot nothing. Peter's I don't know. <laughs> I have, uh, it was so like Remy and Sky <laughs> and, uh, oh God, it's just everyone. It's Michael, Michael, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Good job, yeah, but the the worst elbowing in the face I've ever done was actually Roger. Hi, Roger, who's a local, um, and we were in a oh god, so it was it was a jam at Mustang, and it was my birthday to make it worse, and we had been practicing that day. We'd been practicing this aerial that we saw. It was a Kevin and uh, sorry, um, it was an ILHC aerial that we'd seen. We're basically follow uh, jumps into cradle into leads arms while twisting in the air and then lead throws them over the back and we practiced it that day and we'd nailed it and we're like yeah awesome and we did it and we're, like, we're gonna do it in the jam awesome and as i launch myself to roger i didn't quite tuck my elbows in and i elbowed his glasses clean off his face oh. and gave him a black eye poor roger i know he still talks to me That's nice i'm teaching with him at pax yeah you are <laughs> we're teaching aerials oh no <laughs> Maybe we should teach that Man one. with that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. That'll be good. Um, so, yeah. Hi, Roger. I'm sorry I broke your glasses. And also, that was great. It's okay. I've totally, like, 
almost knocked the follow out. Like, it was a Mustang as well. It wasn't a jam, but we were dancing near the pool tables mm. and, you know, having a really fun energetic dance with Elida and dancing away and doing a pass by with an inside turn with, like, a lot of gusto mm. and energy. And then <laughs> as my arm came up to kind of create that window, my <clears throat> elbow hadn't cleared her face. Oh, no. Straight under the jaw. Oh! Like, the, the noise and the everything and, like, just no. Oh, no. So I hit her pretty hard and then, yeah, she had to, like, sit down, take her time and had to go home. Like, there was just no way oh, out no, of it. Oh, no, she went home. That's yeah. not- Oh, good. Uh, it was so it felt so bad for her. I was so like embarrassed. Well, embarrassed, but I felt so horrible about it. Yeah, like, but it, she knows that it wasn't intentional. Of course, it wasn't intentional. But <laughs> control your elbows, Jethro. <laughs> but learning curve, right? I don't elbow anyone in the face anymore. Yeah, well, I barely do it as well. Well, look at us learning. It only took you unintentionally. Know. I barely do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intentionally, yeah. Still mm, got target like a. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Good aim. <laughs> so yeah, elbowing, kicking, punching. Yeah. Just all of the... Say sorry. But just say sorry. And like... Okay, it's so... It's context sport, right? <laughs> it is. Um, all joking aside, if something happens where, you know, if something happens and someone's um, contacted with, you apologize, obviously it doesn't matter whose fault it is, apologize. If that person has to sit down, you know, leave the dance floor, go, all that stuff, the, be courteous and check up on them. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good just dance etiquette and life etiquette thing of like if you have injured someone even if it's unintentionally so much that they have had to leave <laughs> please check in on check them in and make sure they're okay yeah oh the other one that was that was hilarious is in the same spot at Mustang Bar it was by the that, pool maybe you should, just shouldn't dance there maybe I shouldn't go to yeah no go to Mustang <laughs> just don't dance there go to the other side of the so floor so I was doing hand to hand I thought you were going to say you were doing handstands and I'm like get out what are you doing hand hand Charleston and I you caught the hand I was doing like uh, the hand to hand where you kind of like stop the hand to hand from happening is go back and forth mm. without doing all the way so it's the same hand yep and then blocking the hand to hand so you're back, bouncing back and forth and I was doing cool like foot crossy kicky things and I'd learned recently over the tops and so I got to a point where I was like oh my god I can do it over the top from here I got my left leg in front of me I'm balanced on my right foot if you don't know what over the tops are your base leg jumps over your other leg that you kind of sweep underneath yourself yep and so I have my left leg in front it drags across the floor. I try to hop over it. Miscalculate. <laughs> my left leg collects my right leg. Both legs fling out clear behind me. I'm pretty sure I got horizontal. <laughs> and then just like slam into the ground. I end up in a push-up position with my nose like a centimeter from the ground. Well done. Well like, saved. Whew. I was fine. But yeah, it was like in an instant. Just help. Ha! How did I get here? <laughs> But knowing you, did you like spring back into action? I was like, it was all part of the move. I meant to do that. We're teaching it in class next week. God. <laughs> yeah, over the tops are dangerous when you sweep yourself. Ah. Uh, mm. Yeah. Next, next topic? No, Sure, yeah. I mean, we could delve into this for days. I mean, I've, yeah. Uh, the other one, the other category that came up a lot was <clears throat> wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> wardrobe? Yeah, wardrobe. Wardrobes. Yeah, wardrobes. Yep. Uh, okay, I've got a few here. Okay. So, Philippa had a really good story. It's a bit longer, but it's a goodie. Performing at a large, family-friendly festival where audience was seated around the edge of a dance floor, I was dancing the Singapore stroll in a cream button-up blouse. I turn around for the low claps where you bend forward, only to find A, I had misjudged the distance my back was <laughs> turned to the front row, and a lot closer than I'd thought, and B, as I turned and bent, all of my buttons of my blouse burst <laughs> open, 
revealing my skin-toned bra about 10 centimeters from the nose of an elderly gentleman. Outstanding. First time my parents came to watch me spin dance, <laughs> I kicked my partner in the head during a pancake aerial. He caught me upside down, dress fell to my ears, and time seemed to stop. Outstanding. I'm sure that older gentleman was like, it was the happiest day that he'd had in a while. <laughs> And then just aerials and skirts and dresses, like yeah, I safety mean, pants. When it's... safety pants are a thing, so we're... or pants, or or just pants. Yeah. yeah, don't wear a skirt unless you're wearing. Yeah, the first time Jet and I went to Melbourne to compete, um, I we'd been practicing and training forever, and I'm so prepared. I landed in Melbourne, and I was like, I didn't bring safety pants. <laughs> Jet, <laughs> Muffet. So I had to go to Target and get some safety Literally pants. That's our thing. Aerials is our thing. I know, right? And, and I like yeah. So yeah. that was that was fun. So yes, don't wear like. Buttons, as in like press press buttons. What do you call those? The, studs. The studs. Yeah. yeah, the ones that you just press in. Don't wear. Just don't wear those ever. <laughs> Dancing. I mean. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Strapless dresses. No, not a thing. <laughs> Well, they are a thing, but not for dancing. <laughs> so Christina had one as well. Uh, I once got my thumb caught in the front of a Leeds shirt. The buttons were press studs. No. And I undid most of the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Mortified. Oh. I've also smacked the glasses right off the Leeds head. Which led to both of us looking for them on our hands and knees in the middle of a packed house floor. Yeah, oh, that I, I'm, I feel there. I've been there. So yeah, not only undoing your own clothes, but undoing your partner's. Yeah, I did go through a stage at one point. I don't know what was happening. And it wasn't just me where I... It was something... So as a follow, my right hand, the way it just connected with my partner, my thumb always ended up like between their buttons and like <laughs> in their shirt. And this has happened to other follows. So it's not just me. And I was just like, is, is, is it the way I'm holding my frame? Is it the way they're holding their frame? Maybe we should wear ladies shirts so they button up the other way. Yes. And then your thumb's going to go this Again, direction. I think that's a not, great plan. Yeah. Okay. I think you should start a new swing. Uh, but leads would like, they would all panic if they have to button oh, the I other tried, side. I, I tried buttoning up a shirt the like other a day. lady's shirt quote unquote and I couldn't do it like my left hand was like <laughs> but <Cannot. then> what <laughs> it's oh, too hard it's too hard it's too, so maybe just velcro <laughs> velcro up the other way um cool yeah you got any wardrobe, other wardrobe malfunctions uh, you want to share yeah no there was one um again aerials so I was this was, again many many years ago I've learned lessons since so I was practicing uh, pancake where if you don't know the aerial, um, the base sta is standing, the follow faces them and basically does a handstand kind of thing against them, rolls up and over the back or flips up in the air and lands with their arms around the base's neck. Um, so we didn't know how to do it and we were just sort of like muscling our way through it. So I'd gotten to the handstand part. My legs were around the lead's ne uh, neck. And as I'm sort of crunching up to go over their back, um, I was wearing leggings and I was also wearing like a little stretchy skirt. Don't do that. It's dumb. Um, and as I, so I'd made my whole What's body. The you wear that at PAX? What's the bit? Oh yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, so my whole body had managed over the lead's head, except the inside of the skirt had caught on his face. And so I was trapped because I was caught on his face. Dangling I was dangling face. behind him with my face, like his face caught in my skirt. And you know those horror movies where like a face pushes out of a wall and it's just like you see the outline? Right. That's what his face looked like, except it was Through the back of my the skirt. the back of a skirt. Yeah, wow. so that was a great moment. I feel like we all learned something there. Don't wear skirts <laughs> that can get caught. Don't wear anything that can get caught. So I do remember, this is my wardrobe malfunction story, I do remember a time where um, we had done a few classes together and it got to the point 
where like you'd come up to me and be like, your fly's undone. <laughs> your fly's undone. Like, oh, damn it. And I had to do my fly back up. It got to a point where I did it so many times. We ended up with the, <laughs> we ended up with the code we word. The code word. <laughs> so now anytime that my fly's undone, Charlotte slips the word butterfly into a <laughs> sentence and I go and play the music and check my fly. <laughs> We have to change the code word now, though, because nah, everyone it's knows. funny now. It's fine. Okay, cool. So now everyone will check for you. If I just go butterflies, <laughs> everyone everyone's going to look at your crotch. I'm saying butterflies. Oh, no. That's going to be really awkward when you teach butterflies. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so wear appropriate clothing. And make sure your fly's done up. And make sure your fly's done up. Oh, I love this episode. This is this is a really awkward episode. This is so great. Mm. I'm loving this. So speaking of awkward, yep. Um, that's another. So those are the. Th- no wait, did we get the three categories? Yep, that's all three categories. That's all three categories. Cool. Now I was getting to the random, random that doesn't quite fit in a category. Yeah. So I guess uh, part it loosely defined as just awkward moments. Um. Okay. Yeah, keep going. Okay, cool. Um. So yeah, awkward <laughs> moments that can happen. And look, you know, I have them. If you've ever been to a class that I've taught, <laughs> just no. pick your moment. Shout you know, no, 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 not at all. Um, it's our, that's literally our our phrase. Sweet, Charlotte's not awkward. <laughs> it is now. Uh, no, I just say awkward stuff because the thing is, like, I don't feel embarrassment very often. Um, so I'll just go with it, and it's not until later that I'm like, damn it, that was really embarrassing in hindsight. Um, but yeah, so um, I had one moment. Uh, that I haven't told Jet about. Okay. Um, and it was just, it, there was nothing wrong with it. It was just, I felt really embarrassed about it at the time. So this is when Jet and I went to Sydney and to compete in um, Hells of Poppin. Okay, yeah, Sydney Hells of Poppin. Yeah, yeah. The Sydney Hells of Poppin. <clears throat> and um, so the the finals were, there was a lot of things that I held issue with with that that particular year and competition. The low, like the floor, the, the low floors ceiling, were like the vin- tiles. Yeah. There was columns everywhere. The lighting was crap. It was a we we got a song that started on the one. <laughs> it was like freezing. Yeah. It was just there was a lot of stuff that you know, and we it were was stressed. A difficult competition. Yeah, and we were stressed out for other reasons as well. But anyway, so we're you know we're we're doing the best that we can do, and we were doing this aerial, and I, it was, ah, oh, which one was it? It's like a, a pop jump, um, which is fine. Like we've done that move a million times, but for some reason, I like we looked at a video not long before that where it's you know the the lead lifts the follow and then puts them down, and then the follow doesn't quite touch the ground, so like puts their legs out, and then the lead lifts them up again. And then for some reason, I thought that that's what we were going to do. You clearly did not think that's what we were going to do. And you went to just put me back down again. Right. But I held my legs up. And so I could feel your body go, shit, shit, shit. All of this weight that I'm not expecting. I thought you were going to collect your weight. And then, you know, we figured it out and you lifted me back up again. But then I felt so bad because obviously it threw you off. And the music is so fast. There's so many things happening. Um, I just feel like I threw you off completely. And I felt so shamed about it i was like there were a I'm lot of so things that sorry. threw me off in that comp though like i remember the competition to the point of like i remember the feeling before dancing and after i don't remember the dancing at all like the i don't remember the that aerial at all okay um i remember yes. one of the entries we were no even that it's a it's a half memory like it, there's just it was a nothing happened. Like it was just. Yeah, a, I had to go for a walk after we finished competing because so I was things. feeling so upset about yeah. just in general, um, not with you obviously, but just like I was 
not happy with my own performance um, during that whole comp. And that Ariel's mishap just sort of cemented it for me of like, what am I doing? I'm a fraud. Um, so yeah, so, so actually, awkward moments. Yeah, I have my, one of my embarrassing stories that I wrote down was very, very similar. It was at a Helza competition. Ah, oh, funnily that. Remember when Helza was at Hullabaloo? I think that was my very first Hullabaloo. Yeah. So do you know what year that was? It would have been 2012, I think. Okay, so I just landed in Perth. <clears throughs> I'd literally been in town for a few months. Um, Leonie and I had started training together. Like she was my first kind of like dedicated aerials partner. We used to go and train and do a whole bunch of aerials. Mm-hmm. We could, at this point, I think we had like successfully done a K flip once. So it was shocking. It was out of time. We couldn't dance into it. It was most of the time just failed. Anyway, we were super novice, but somehow we got convinced to compete at Halza. And this is with like <clears throat> Karen and Georgia. Yeah, yeah. There were there's some hardcore competitors. And that then year. who was the other couple? Um, there was uh, Chris and uh, the ones who win everything from Melbourne, oh, except they didn't win Chris theirs. And ja- um, Janice, 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 yeah, Janice. So yeah, there's some like top-notch, <clears throat> amazing dancers in there. And yeah, so Leone go out. Leone and I go out there, and we have a few aerials. And there's one sequence where it's around the back, and I catch the arms, and I throw over into a backflip. And we land on the glass spot, like we're in the town hall and there's a glass spot where it's just like the floor is just like ice. We land right there and she slips over and falls on her butt. And this is like, Mm. I'd only just got to town. I didn't really know anyone. I was trying to find my place in the swing scene. And like the Harlem hotshots were there. We were like competing. We're doing a shine. There was no heat. It was just straight shine. So it was only us on the dance floor. And yeah, she fell on her backside Mm. and had to, you know, pick it back up and keep going and then get back in line and go out and do another shine and then run out the door as fast as I could after the music had stopped. It was, yeah, it was hard. It's hard. Like competing is hard on so many levels. Like there's not just the preparation and the actual moment, but the, even if you know from a spectator's point of view like you did great that never reflects how you feel oh like you people know, like, tried to cheer me up and it just did not work yeah like every it's person, almost counterproductive i it's needed all- some space i just yeah. had to get out of there like it was just too much i swore to myself like <clears throat> i would never ever compete again meanwhile <laughs> and then you come along hey you want to compete yeah and then we won so <laughs> yeah and then i almost quit dancing so <laughs> oh i'm sorry no i feel bad that's all right we'll compete i'll actually i'll just do it to myself again i'm sorry i'm moving right along (laughs) i didn't mean to make it a big downer no i feel bad that i caused that you didn't i said yes no 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 as in like that the the other meltdown (laughs) the (laughs) i feel yeah yeah no that's still my own fault okay yeah anyways Uh, things got awkward now (laughs) uh have you got any other stories before we go into the last story um, so in the world of awkward scenarios... Oh, we've got um, all the, the... We've got two more stories. Hang on, let's play a story. I was going to say, yeah. Should I play Ryan's? Yeah, play Ryan's. We haven't listened to this one yet. Yeah, so neither of us have heard this story. Um, this is a contribution from Ryland. Ryland, who is currently in Germany. <clears throat> um, Perth-based dancer. Well, was. <laughs> um, and yeah, I asked him, like, hey, do you want to send through an embarrassing story? And he said yes. And so let's discover it together. Cool. Uh, So I guess it was about 10 years ago, my partner and I were training for some air steps and we wanted to get a kind of double hourglass in that 
I'd flip my partner around and then I'd Charleston around to her side and then she'd hourglass me around and then we'd keep going. Um, we thought we had it down. We were in the park and uh, we got it every single time and then I'd dance around to her side and we'd do it and we got to the point where um, I was doing backflips by myself without assistance um, which I guess kind of makes it a bit tricky for, for lead and follow type of things because uh, maybe I just got a bit overconfident or was waiting for something. Anyway, we're at the Mustang bar and there's a jam circle and you know it's, it's revving up. I forget which song it was and we're in the middle and we get into side by side Charleston. I throw her into, into the hourglass. She stomps it. Perfect. I Charleston around to her side just as we practiced. Take a back step, wind up, jump and um, <laughs> I kind of like tuck my knees to my chest and as I'm in the air I realize I'm, uh, this isn't going to work out and I come crashing down to the floor right on my head in front of everyone. Um, no injuries were had, jumped back up, kept dancing, but um, the audience members closest kind of like came over like grabbing at me. We danced it off, shook it off, it was okay. But uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty embarrassing, I guess. I think the next time we tried it, I just um, went for the backflip by myself. <laughs> so it was side by side and I just took a, a back step and then backflip. Um, I think she did a, a, a pose or a, 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 some, a, a twirl or something. Um, but yeah, that's the most embarrassing thing I can think of. I'm glad no one got hurt, but uh, yeah, that's, that's us. <laughs> Wow! Outstanding! That is brilliant. That's a very backflip. I know. Yeah, that's so impressive. Rylan's an impressive boy. Yeah. Um, it's a very you kind of response, though. I feel like of like next <laughs> next time we did it, I was just like, screw the partnership. I'm just gonna backflip on my own. Let me do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, it actually reminded me you when you dropped me on my. Face. I was gonna say I was wondering if you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> No, no, because that's not embarrassing for me. You didn't it's not throw embarrassing me. for me either because it wasn't my fault. You know what though? The, I am going to claim this of we should never be embarrassed about that because we did not miss a beat. Oh, because we got back up. We got back up like straight up. Oh. That was I was I was quite happy with that. I found the video the other day of that as well. Oh really? So this is an area where Charlotte throws me into a backflip. I throw my leg up, she catches under my leg and then chucks up. I do a backflip, land on my feet. I, I, he's overestimating the amount of contribution I have in this moment. Like Jet's doing most of the work. I'm no, holding his foot. Because when you don't do it, I land on my face like <laughs> in, that in that video. <laughs> Should we put that video up in the show notes? We could actually, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's online though. I don't know where it is. I saw it somewhere not long ago. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So yeah, backflips onto face. Backflips onto face. Recommend it. No, not. Um. Yeah. So. Let's get into another longer story. Okay. This one's from Fiona. Yes. <clears throat> uh, I think I'll just let her tell this one. Yeah, no, yeah. I think like that's a, that's a good time. <laughs> okay, so this was at Swan City Swing quite a number of years ago. And to set the scene, it was an event where um, there were a couple of performances. So Candice and I got asked to do a um, little showcase, which was like a 60-second showcase which had some of our aerials in it. And then we also got asked to perform in a little bit of a competition. So we had started prepping some aerials, like literally on the day, which is totally kind of my style. Um, I was one this morning. And so we started prepping aerials like the worm. So it got a bit funny and a bit silly. And so on the night, uh, it was an event where Peter and um, Lauren, sorry, Peter and Naomi were there. And 
they, so they've been teaching the workshops, we were at the event that night, and so they were judging the different things. Um, I was kind of writing on Cloud9 because I'd been in these uh, performances and we were kind of doing these aerials and like one-upping the other couple as well. So it was really, really fun. I was completely buzzed with adrenaline and put my name down to go in uh, a competition they called the Hack and Jill. And so what happened was we have no idea, we had no idea what we were walking into. It was just we signed up. We're like, okay. So they lined everyone up who signed up and they said, turn around. And we turned around. And rather than having a partner to dance with, they, got, they gave us a prop. So I turned around and my prop is a ukulele. So I have never danced with a ukulele before. I have never even touched a ukulele at this point probably in my life. I don't think I've ever, ever played one. So I was feeling very lost as to what to do, um, but I kind of pulled out some of my old calisthenic skills and I was like twirling the ukulele around. I could like pass it between hands. Um, so I was doing like solo jazz footwork, like um, 20s Charleston along with some other stuff. My memory of this event, just to put it out there, is a little bit unclear from this point onwards. Um, so anyway, I made it into the finals. So normally I'm a fairly reserved person, but we've got to remember my adrenaline levels were probably through the roof at this point, And I was just becoming kind of more confident and comfortable to do some silly things because I was starting to be part of the swinging team, which was kind of a really fun place where I felt really confident. So. For some reason, that confidence then came out in this next <laughs> competition. And um, so there was me, Albert, and Sylvia. And so one of them had a feather boa, and um, I think Albert had a basket with like flowers or something in it. And so they were starting to be kind of like, the feather boa was getting like told around sexually, and the basket was getting put between the legs. And so this is kind of where my now competitive side's really coming out. And I'm like, one up, we're all kind of one-upping each other. So uh, the started to dance less and less solo jazz and more and more uh, seductively towards my ukulele. So again, this is when my memory's a little vague. Um, there was definitely some flossing happening with my ukulele. And I remember at one point holding my ukulele still and then like, bending my legs in time with like stroking the strings of my ukulele up and down very uh, promiscuously. <laughs> so there was a, the description of seducing my ukulele, there was the description of um, uh, assaulting my ukulele. <laughs> and so it just kind of escalated from there. Um, and uh, I came out of the competition um, feeling very buzzed and then progressively came down off my adrenaline high and got more and more embarrassed that what did I do to my ukulele on stage in front of not only the international teachers, half of the local swing community at the time. Um, and then I guess what added onto this story was that um, my close friends, so Jethro and Charlotte, obviously from this podcast, um, missed this spectacular performance because they were in, I think, Singapore at the time. And so they've just come back from Singapore and all they get is that Fiona danced inappropriately with the ukulele on stage in front of um, Peter and Naomi. Um, so I think the story just continued to get blown out of proportion at that point. My perspective, maybe, again, memories a little vague. Um, so it got to the point where Charlotte bought a ukulele 
then sent it over to Peter and Naomi to get it signed and then brought it back and gave it to me as a Christmas present afterwards. So one of these ones that I've never, ever been able to live down since that point in time. So, yeah, that was definitely a very uh, retrospectively embarrassing, at the time, not so embarrassing, but retrospectively, oh my God, what did I do kind of moment. What did you do to that ukulele, Fiona? Where what did, it, did you do? I still haven't seen the video of Me this. neither. I, I know oh. who has the video. I don't know if they still have the video because this was quite a few years ago. Yeah, it was ago. a while ago. Um, Cause but, I remember coming back from Singapore being like... No, we were in Sydney. That's when we went to SLX. Oh, was that that same weekend? That was that same weekend. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because we went, yeah, we went to SLX and then it was the, the same time that Peter and Naomi... And I remember we were so bummed because like, oh my God, Peter and Naomi! Naomi. Amazing. Um, but... Yeah, and then I remember, like, on the night, Kate, I think I got a message from Kenneth going, like, oh, my God, you have no idea what Fiona just did. And I'm like, no, but I want to know what's going on. <laughs> like she said, she was so just, like, reserved and quiet. Yeah. And she wasn't, like... Me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, since then, like, Fee's had some interesting yeah. moments. Like, especially with Emo Riot. Like, there's been some funny times. Oh, man, Emo Riot's just yeah. the best thing ever. That's our, um, our performance troops alter ego. Alter ego, which is a bit more goth and a bit more silly. Um, <laughs> so rhythm riot uh, at nighttime becomes emo, emo riot. Emo riot, where we we don on capes and, and fight crime and do weird photo shoots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Thanks, V. <clears throat> she she um, was saying after that phone call, like her cheeks were were red. flushed. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's still embarrassed by it. This is great. Oh. Good that was job. the best. Yeah, it gave me um, best Christmas present idea ever. That's the, a pretty the good ukulele. Idea. Yeah. And now she plays a ukulele, so you're welcome, Fee. <laughs> All right, we've got another story. This one's coming from Kenneth, who uh, was in that story. Yeah, yeah. This is his story about his most embarrassing moment. Uh, yeah, he, he tells it all, so we don't need to actually set it up. Cool. So uh, a story I've got is back from 11 years ago when I first started swing dancing. So I was uh, going to Camp Oz with uh, one of my best friends, Mitch, um, and we were in the cuttlefish level. So it's, it was a, a special level, which this was the first year, as far as we're aware, that it ever ran, and it never ran again, just because you literally needed to know nothing to go into this level. Uh, so we've walked through the front door of the Estonian Hall, and... Uh, this was back when there was like 300 people or something like that. I'm probably wrong with that number at SCOS. For like people who had never really danced before in their lives, there was way too many people there and it was ridiculously advanced. And it was just a very, very intimidating thing. And so they had to do through the additions for all the levels. And conveniently, when you're a cuttlefish, you don't really need to audition because you're the lowest level. Um so we're sitting there, we're watching through all the levels and they've called up the level twos to do their thing and they've called up the cuttlefish. And so we've walked all the way up to the front and we're sitting along this front row and there was about 12 of us and we're just watching them. And they've like asked us like, do any of you want to go? Do any of you go? And it's like, no, 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 we're good, we're good. We're, good. we're just going to sit here. And then once they finished with that, they gathered everybody around, all the teachers, most of the teachers I didn't know, um, and they were saying, these are our cuttlefish, everyone welcome them, and so it's like, yep, hi, this is, this is great, why am I here? And yep, it was like the most awesome yet 
patronizing events of my life as far as like we're gonna go we're gonna take them away and they're gonna flounder around out upstairs in our little dance floors and we're gonna make them swim and they're gonna come out the other side and yeah it was one of the most embarrassing moments because it was literally in front of all of my peers we were just sitting there going what have we got ourselves into oh poor cuttlefish yeah (laughs) I think there's a great lesson to be learned in that one of even though you might be feeling something that's so embarrassing, potentially the people around you, all they want to offer you is support and like they don't see the embarrassment. They're just There's also another story here for organizers not to embarrass people. Yes, that's also a really good point. (laughs) Don't patronize people and put them on the spot if they don't want to be there. No, cuttlefish. Why cuttlefish? It is kind of cool. I like cuttlefish. I do like cuttlefish, but I don't see the relevance. Because what? There's koala and there's... Isn't there platypus? Like they're all the... Oh, is that... I don't know. All the levels were animal names. When I was at Scots, I don't think they did that anymore. Right. No, they they were all animal names. Got it. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just cuttlefish. There were other names. Okay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Kenneth. One of my favorite Kenneth... Seeing as we just heard from Fiona and then from Kenneth, one of my favorite um, Fiona and Kenneth stories, I wasn't there and I'm really sad that I wasn't was I think it was at a Helza as well where we we make fun of Kenneth for this all the time because Kenneth thought that they were going into a lamppost and Fiona was like right pancake it is and she sort of threw herself between his legs and he was very confused and um, to be fair Kenny did say pancake ah well that's why Fiona went for a pancake and then, yeah it's and then not Kenny was like I said lamppost no you, no 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 I said pancake but I thought I said damn it why is V here <laughs> between my legs right now <laughs> and again this was in a jam or something wasn't it was it, it was helza i think it was, was helza helza brings out the best in us well helza and mustang apparently are like places we shouldn't go oh, if we don't want embarrassing yeah. stories can i tell one more story about kenneth yeah <laughs> Sorry. Yes. okay i love you kenneth um so kenneth and i you were away again for whatever reason and so kenneth and i are planning class and we're <laughs> we're we're there and we're planning and we're just doing we were doing a series of moves of like, you know, what if classes of like, what happens if you do this or what happens if you do this to this standard move? Um, and so we were going through all of these and then he, he brings like, uh, there's a bit of a bring in and he's like, oh, wait, Charlotte, I've got it. What if I, what if I bring you in here and then I send you out there? And I'm like, that, that's a swing out, Kenneth. <laughs> you, you just invented the swing out. And he was so excited for like a split second because genuinely he thought he'd invented a new thing. And so it's like a four count pass by on the right and then send them back out four count pass by on the left. Yeah, that was yeah, it. It yeah. was so funny. Huh, that's a swing out apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Damn. Oh, so <laughs> good, good job, Kenny. Good job, Kenny. Inventing the swing out. A hundred years later. One of, yeah, <laughs> one of your um, semi-regular swingsing teachers. Mm. <laughs> We have so much information to share. Uh, cool. I think that's about it. I've got one more thing that I want to share, but before I do, was there anything else? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, you know, keep them coming. Honestly, I, uh, yeah. Uh, if you don't get into this point, I'll get into it later about like it. We, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. happened to everyone. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, it's a story that um, you guys are not going to it's not necessarily a funny story okay it's a story that you have just brush off but it's something that mortified me okay so I was making a Facebook event I can see you smiling already. Oh, no. <laughs> Making a Facebook event. And it was for a Balboa event. And so, la, la, la. I just quickly rushed through, made it up. Uh, posted it. Sweet. Sent it off. Started inviting people. 
and then come back to my laptop like a, an hour or so later and I had misspelt Balboa. Yeah. And it was like, that's a common thing for me, you know, making spelling mistakes or typos and things. <clears throat> and so it was B-L-A-B, like blah, blah. blah, blah. And so there were a couple of comments about it. And somehow Nick Williams had found it and made a comment about it. Oh, no! Did you remember this? Did no, you I didn't realize that Nick yeah. Williams had. I yeah. remember that, 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 oh, no. Yeah, so blah, blah, incident made oh. it to international teachers. So, like, it's, I, I'm aware that I'm bad at spelling. And that I don't proofread things. Mm. And so I do make spelling mistakes a lot. But it's something that uh, that I do get embarrassed. Like, every time I see it, I'm embarrassed. Like, every time someone yeah. points it out. If someone points it out in a way, it's like, psst, hey, Jet, you may want to change that spelling. I'm like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, <laughs> and change it. But um, as soon as people, like, I know no one means it, like, maliciously. Maliciously, mm. exactly. But when people start making fun of it. And just think that I'll laugh along. Like, of course, you're like, ha, 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 ha. like I am like quite self-conscious about it. Okay. And it's, I'm not self-conscious about it enough to change my habits. <laughs> so it's not like it's a, a deep, like. Deep rooted. It's not anything traumatic. No. Because okay. I could just, you know, proofread things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do find it embarrassing. I don't like being made fun of. And it's, it's the sense of um, making a mistake or failing, but in a public sense. Like, I, I don't like having my flaws brought to attention. Mm. And I think that a lot of people have that same thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's, for me, it's spelling and typos. And it's just, it's so obvious. And if I'm teaching a class, we can usually recover from it. I mean, I can't think of any, like, big things where I've made a mistake in class. I, you know, I'll teach uh, the Tranky Do and I'll teach it one mumbo step instead of two eights of mumbo steps. Yeah. Like I do make mistakes. Like, yeah. Um, and I'm able to correct it. And I, I just, I hate it. Like I mm. hate making mistakes. It's just, I don't know what it is. We, most people do. Um, I, as much as I know that I, in quantity, I think I win that battle <laughs> of the amount of mistakes, especially when it comes to numbers and stuff like that. Um, I definitely make huge amounts of mistakes. And just because I, I also brush it off. Does it mean it's not embarrassing for me too? No. <laughs> um, so yeah. But you've just said yourself that you don't actually get that embarrassed by some of these things. So I, <laughs> there is embarrassment and there is shame. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there are different things, um, which I'm not going to go into now because this co- this podcast has been it's so uplifting. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to go too far down that path. Um, but things like tripping or speaking, you know, saying some accidentally motorboating your teaching partner, <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff, water off a duck's back for me. Um, but when it comes to my teaching, like my, I'm, I'm very self-conscious and you know this, I'm very self-conscious about my teaching ability. So I can fully um, appreciate the, the sense of embarrassment there. Um, like failing in a public space. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. I just don't get your tactic about it though. Like for me, like if I make a mistake, I just like shut down or I like try to figure out what the mistake was or like if it was a mistake mm. and, and like mm. logic it out and then acknowledge it and be like, yes, that was a mistake. I need to fix it. And mm. this is what I can do better. Mm. Whereas sometimes I get the impression that I'm going to just edit this out potentially if you don't want to talk about it, mm. but the whole like, Nah, just lean into the skid. Just make it, just talk it louder. Be so confident and it'll be fine. <laughs> that whole tactic I just don't yeah. get. Um, it's deflection. It's, um, and I know it seems counterintuitive by drawing more attention to yeah. it, but it's because I draw attention to it in a comedic light. 
and therefore the attention is drawn onto the comedy factor and therefore less this is in my mind i'm not saying it works yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no no i yeah. um but and this is not even in my conscious mind yeah. this is upon reflecting on it and why i do things that way um but if, you, but if you're quiet, sometimes people don't notice it. But if it I'm quiet, people notice. <laughs> but all joking aside, you know, on those days when I'm like maybe not as peppy yeah. um, as people usually expect me to be, people notice immediately. Yeah. So it's almost, it draws more attention to me to not be gregarious mm. than it is for me to be more calm and considerate. Maybe if I moved somewhere where no one knows me, oh, I could yeah. try that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I feel like that ship has sailed here. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that whole like failing thing is a hard one because failing is such an important part of growth. Absolutely. Like it's it's this thing that... So I wanted to get <clears throat> into a little bit with... Um, my The way that I wanted to be a teacher was to inspire people like mm. to, to be really good so the people are like oh wow that person's really good i'm gonna try and be that good mm. or you want to inspire confidence so you try to you know if you have mistakes people are like oh i don't know i don't trust that teacher he doesn't know what eight is <laughs> <laughs> and so i always wanted to be kind of like a good dancer so you know better than my students so that they had something to look up to yeah 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 you get the idea but recently, within the last year or so, I've been following a an Instagram account called Taylor Tries. She's a juggler, does a few other things as well. Yeah, you've mentioned her on other podcasts. And so her, um, but her amazing talent is not amazing juggling. Like she's a really good juggler, but her point is that she's more personable and more kind of like adorable, dorky stuffs up. Mm. Like she doesn't have like she yes, she's got like blooper reels where she's like. We'll have a blooper reel pretty happily. Oh, God, yeah. But she'll often just put her mistakes into, like, the everyday running of her, like, tutorial videos and stuff yeah. as well. It's not necessarily a funny thing. It's just, like, her being a bit of a dork and being well, silly. Well, it's life, and... isn't it? Because we all have those moments. Yeah. So the reason I like it is because it's not necessarily, like, inspiring, but it's far more motivating. Mm. Because you're like, oh, okay, they're <clears> human. <throat> Thing yeah, mistakes. they make mistakes. They... I mean, she can juggle seven, but she also just failed that, like, one ball cascade. <laughs> yeah. No, there's definitely something to be said for, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The Not approachability, but um, relatability. Relatability, yeah, you yeah. You know, of someone, because, I mean, we can all aspire to be the Tatianas of the world, mm-hmm. um, but the reality is that there's only one Tatiana, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's got that pretty much cornered. Um, but sometimes you do need someone who's just a bit more at our level. Um to inspire us even more but even that like so Taylor again she's nowhere near my level like she is actually an amazing juggler Mm. and she could put out amazing juggling videos with all the amazing like high complexity things and just edit out all the drops yeah but the fact that she chooses to put it in and that's a really big draw factor for her um, audience Mm. is it just it's made me question the way that I teach okay and whether like yes I hate making mistakes in public and failing in public and then hiding it and putting it away and making it pretend like it doesn't happen. And so everyone thinks that, oh, Jethro doesn't make mistakes. Mm. May not actually be a good way to motivate people. Yeah. Because there is that, um, <clears throat> and I've alluded to it a few times in classes until I realized that it made you uncomfortable because I didn't realize it. Um, but I will often make comment as to what an amazing dancer you are or how uh, just how skilled you are in so many different aspects of your life. Um, and in the past when I've alluded to it, it sort of 
didn't pay tribute to the effort that you put into that. It's not like you right. just one day woke up and you knew how to make circuit boards. <laughs> you know, like I watched you going through that that progress and I came like, why is there a toaster out the back? <laughs> uh, you're making circuit boards. Of course that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> um, but it's... You... Because you're so very different than me in where I wear my heart on my sleeve and mm. it is impossible to not know what I'm feeling. Mm. Um, you sometimes forget that you too can feel embarrassment and you too can feel um, you know, a sense of, oh, I'm not doing as good as I would like to be doing. Yeah. And things yeah. like that. Um, so I think, no, I think that's a, admitting, like publicly showcase, not showcasing maybe, but publicly admitting that we are all human and we all have faults. Yeah, is really good. And yeah, it, it for it, it's very cathartic because it can be very intimidating when you have people. You're like, well, they never make a mistake, and they're perfect in every way. And I Bloody shit. Tatiana. <laughs> but then, the, but, <laughs> but then, like you go to these people's classes, and what makes them, what takes them from like this person that you see on YouTube, they're like, yeah, they're great, and then like explodes them on this pedestal that no one will ever reach. Is you go to the some of them, not all of them, but some of them, you'll go to their classes, and they are so personable and they are so relatable, yeah, yeah. and the way that they teach their classes, you're like, you're a human, and you you stuff up your words, and you might not know the word in English or whatever, and you don't like, you know, like. They have and all she these is a bit huge... of a dork as well. She's like, a dork, she's yeah. terrified and... of spiders and it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it, it, yeah. yeah. So uh, having that moment of realization that like, we're all human, we all make mistakes, we all have fears and doubts and embarrassing moments, even if they might not seem embarrassing, is, is a really great place to get to. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's a good chance for growth. Absolutely. Like if... if... People keep telling me to spell Balboa B A L B that I eventually but I'll learn. Now you have a whole group of your friends and and teacher. Um, I was going to say compatriots <laughs> for Madarasha. <laughs> no, but like colleagues is what I meant to say. Um, you know, we, we we kind of all help. <laughs> yeah. Every time there's a post, we're like, okay, let's collectively spell check. <laughs> And send you quiet little messages going yes, like, Yes, please. Fiona, not Fiona. <laughs> Denka. Denka. Danica, Danica, Danica. I should just really, I should just proofread. It's not that hard but to But it's not that big a deal. And oh. none of us think it's that big a deal. Oh, it is um, to but, me. It is well, to um, me. I hate it. So I hope you find some comfort in the fact that we love it. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm human. Swingsing team, back me up on this. <laughs> um, cool. And yeah, without without failing, we don't learn. Yeah. Like, we've got to grow. So go join up failing, falling off the log, failing off the log. Failing off the log, yep. Um, um, <laughs> don't just only post the good stuff on Facebook and Instagram. No, like, don't don't be that person. Never trust someone whose Facebook stuff is only positive stuff. Yeah. Because that's not it's nice real. To, it's nice to have positivity out there, but too much is just demoralizing for everyone else. It's yeah, not real. Because people see your life through that window and um, then denigrate their own. Yeah. yeah we got kind of deep here. It de- I was just going to say, I'm like, ooh, swingsing intensifies. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, who knows? We might do an episode, a, sec- a part two. If you've got more stories, <laughs> more not, not stories. next week, we'll, we'll go to a different yeah, topic yeah. next week. But like, who knows, down the line, we might do a like, this is a recall to episode blah, de, blah, blah. Um, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. Yeah, you're, um, you're all great. You're it all is. Cool yeah. Guys. I mean, like I said, embarrassment shared is embarrassment halved. <laughs> At least. 
Um, so, yeah, if anything embarrassing happens, just have a laugh about it. Come tell me. I'll have a laugh about it with you. <laughs> we'll laugh at your face about it. Well, oh, God, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. we laugh at each other's faces, and that's how we know that we care. As long as you're <laughs> laughing at Charlotte mostly, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Water for Doug's back, right? Quack, quack. <laughs> All right, we've got a quiz. We do have a quiz. Okay. Um, one of the embarrassing moments that continued is me trying to figure out how to pronounce her name <laughs> because it's not easy. Okay, Lithuanians have hard names. So the quiz for this week, if you want to get a free class, is um, so Pamela Girti. No, I can't. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> try again. Try again. Girtite. Pamela Girtite. Cool. Yep, yeah. we kind of all know who she is. Pamela, amazing dancer, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, if she were not an internationally renowned swing dancer, what other career path did she have in mind? Astronaut. Okay, no, you can't answer. Frog That's... biologist. Fro- <laughs> is that a thing? Uh, what be? I was going to say, Enormous? surely it's got a better name than frog uh, biologist. <laughs> Jethro is a zoologist uh, by trade, by the way, in case I'm you didn't to know. figure out what the classification Grenouille. of ologist. frogs are. I think uh, it's Anora, a neurologist. Tador? Toad? No. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> n- no. No, not that one? No, okay. not either of those. You're yeah. not allowed to guess anymore because okay. that's up to our students. But if you have our... a guess, you might want a free class. Yeah, exactly. Um, Post so it on our page. Our Untangling the Mess Around page. Um, and again, if you have episode ideas that you would like us to delve into, please let us know. This has been the world's longest podcast. <laughs> and exiting in style and fashion, we have Jethro with his Casio keyboard. We're going for oh, number. What number is it? Sixty. Tone. tone number sixty. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, sounds promising, people. Uh, and reading the credits as always. As, as, as in, always. This is the last two episodes. <laughs> yeah, last yeah. one. We only did it last week. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, guys. We would like to thank our editor in chief, <laughs> Jethro Hardinge, our producer and co-producer. <laughs> Jethro and Charlotte our sound engineer Jethro we would especially like to thank our financial supporters our fantastic supporters on Patreon and the Australian government thank you for JobKeeper keep that up past September Um, our marketing chief and marketing person that's Charlotte who obviously can't put together three words fact checkers um, still the other Russell and Katya uh, our international liaison is still cloudy. We also now would like to add to international liaison Ryland. Thank you for that contribution. Um, lighting, <laughs> lighting, costuming, hair, and makeup all done by Jethro. We would like to thank our um, live, somewhat live commentators um, Fiona and Kenneth, also Monique. Thank you very much for teaching with me, us and for sharing your stories. Embarrassing. We nailed that episode.